Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, this is it, Houdat Nation. One last game for the NFL season for the Saints. It's week 18, and we have the black and gold hosting the Carolina Panthers, a divisional matchup of two teams, Jeff, that are out of playoff contention. Yes. Do you have two $10 bills in your pocket? You can afford to go to this game. <laughs> oh, man. That's, uh, I, think the, I think I saw tickets going for like $12, which is scary. Um, but, no, it, it's, I believe, it, if my math is correct, is the first quote-unquote meaningless game. I know people don't want to – players right, right. coaches don't like to say quote-unquote meaningless, but when you, don't, when you aren't playing for anything in terms of the playoffs, it is a meaningless game because that's the whole point of go, playing the games is to get to the playoffs and win a Super Bowl, and you can't do that. So, in my mind, it's meaningless. Either way, this is the first meaningless game by whatever definition you want to you want to use since week 17 of the 2018 season. Ooh. It's a while, right? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of crazy to think like this team hasn't played a game like this in, you know, what is that, 4 years, 5 years? Like that's a long time. Even on on either end of the spectrum, either being eliminated or being clinched and not being able to, you know, like for example, the Giants this week, they are clinched for the playoffs. They're playing the Eagles. The Eagles have to win something. But the Giants have nothing to play for, so that kind of makes it so the Eagles can kind of cakewalk in. The Cowboys have the same situation against Washington. Washington's eliminated. So, like, it's it's kind of crazy that the Saints have been able to go this long. They've had 13-3 and three seasons. Yeah. They've had a 9-8 and eight season, but they still have, you know, this is the first time since 2018, a game that they played already clinched. Kyle Allen started for the Panthers against Teddy Bridgewater for the Saints. The Panthers won 33-14. No one cared. Um, this is the first time since then that they've that they've played a game like this. Well, besides the news of a meaningless game today, we also had some interesting things pop up over the weekend between yeah. Sean Payton getting interest in the Denver Broncos seeking permission and getting so to talk to him about uh, coaching over there for them, and then the news of Michael Thomas reworking his reworking contract his deal. kind of you know, really stole the headlines, I would say, 
from a quote-unquote meaningless game. Well, okay, we, how about this? We're going to have plenty of time in the second <laughs> hour of this program to, to run out of things to talk about about this game. So let's make this segment about this game and get it out of the way, right? So let's go through the injury report. Yeah, we always do have to start it off right. Because I do think there are interesting questions to be asked about who's actually going to play in this game because there's only two players ruled out for the Saints, and that one of those players was is Paulson Adebo, who's dealing with a hamstring injury, who told us on Flat Wednesday out. Right, exactly. that he wasn't playing. So to me, that indicates that they were making determinations, the Saints were, early in the week about some players' availability. And that happens when it does not make sense for a guy to try to push through an injury in a game that does not impact the standings. And I think that's going to be a decision you have to make across the board. Now, the only other player ruled out, is left guard Andres Pete with an ankle injury. Another non-surprise there. But then there are one, two, three, four, what, <laughs> a six whole players lot of questions. listed as questionable. So safety Justin Evans dealing with a shoulder injury. Interesting thing about Justin Evans, I saw on Twitter there's a clip from him back at Texas A&M that's circulating again where he kind of like pulls his leg into place. And people think he, like, popped his knee out of place and he's putting it back in. He had a cramp. It's weird. It's like a five-year-old clip of Justin Evans doing something weird on a football field. That and it's just sure. circulating again for some <laughs> reason. Anyway, he, he didn't dislocate his knee. He had a cramp. Either way, uh, going forward, tight end Taysom Hill, <laughs> back injury, questionable. That's a big one. Tight end Jawan Johnson, foot injury, questionable. Another big one. Safety Marcus May, shoulder injury, questionable. Right tackle Ryan Ramchek, hip injury slash rest questionable I don't know how you can be questionable with rest but there you go and then linebacker Ty Summer is a player that I didn't know was on the team until this week um oblique injury questionable not nothing to say about Ty I just have never heard his name until this injury report. and come on like you come in and right away you got an, an, an you're on the injury report yeah I mean yeah right where you hurt when you got signed how's that happen anyway so all of those players and I would be I wouldn't be surprised if every single one of those players does not play today even if they're not listed as inactive because you only have so many inactives yeah I wouldn't be surprised if those players don't play because if you are questionable, why would you play in a game that doesn't mean anything, right? Like if 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 you were not if you were coming in with an injury designation and they don't desperately need you, right? Like if there is a player who can fill your spot, why would you play? Maybe the only thing I could think of is if you're trying to earn a roster bonus. That's some, true. Some kind of yes, yeah, something I, in your contract. Yeah, some playtime incentive stuff like that. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, no, that's a good point. That's a good that, point. That's about it, right? I haven't gone through any of these any <laughs> of these contracts to see if there's anything like that. Usually, there's stuff like pass catching or like playtime percentage incentives. Um, I I would be surprised if there's anything notable um, with any of these guys. But you know, maybe Taysom Hill. Maybe he has a catch incentive in there. I don't know. Um, we don't throw to him anyway. That's true. Yeah, I don't think it, whatever his catch incentive might be, I don't think it's 10. Um, but, yeah. And so the, the one on here that I think is is the most interesting to watch is James Hurst, right? He's dealing with a foot injury. It wouldn't be surprising to me if he's been dealing with his foot injury for a while and right. now in a, in a week where it doesn't make sense for him to play through an injury, he's, gonna, he's, he's dealing with it on the injury report. I don't know if that's true, but it would make sense to me. And I only bring that up because this is a game where – it would feel like it'd make a whole lot of sense to get Trevor Penning, your first-round rookie, in the starting rotation to see what he has at left tackle going into an offseason where he's going to compete for the starting left tackle job. And you want to be able to see what he has in a starting role against someone who's seriously trying to beat him, and it's just not the type of reps you'll get in the preseason. This is a this is effectively a preseason game, but it has real-life implications in terms of the other team is trying as hard as they can and playing their starters or you know to some extent to beat you and I think that there's value there so I think it would be surprising to me if Trevor Penning doesn't start at left tackle today yeah I'm interested to see 
uh, that and also just the fact of how much Taysom does mean to the offense for me. I, I think that, you know, against this Carolina Panthers team, not like they're these huge world beaters on defense, but they always play the Saints tough. I figure it's going to be one of those cr- grinded out kind of games where how much are you going to use Alvin too? You know what I mean? In this, uh, yeah. and that that would then leave a whole lot of the running workload to be on Eno Benjamin, which isn't a bad thing either, though, to see what you got in him. No, and, and I think you do want to see Eno Benjamin. Sure. Right? Like, that's another thing. It's like, I get it. You're trying to win the game. But there, there does also have to be some emphasis on, okay, we have players we want to get a better look at, and this is a perfect opportunity to do it. It's, it's essentially an extension of the preseason. Right, right. Like you said, it's it's not the preseason, but it is in the fact where you can use this game more as an evaluation tool than anything else. Well, you're going, especially for a guy like Eno. You know, he's not guaranteed anything. Like you're going into an off season, and you have to completely decide what his role is going to be, and if you're going to bring him back, if you're going to bring him back in a featured role behind Alvin. Right, like you know, we talked about this at the beginning of the season, and it never ended up being a thing. Alvin is still a guy who is going to likely be facing a significant suspension whenever his court situation is resolved. So that role, whatever, if if you think Eno Benjamin is the guy who could step in and be that starter, which you know they saw him do that for the Cardinals when the Saints went up and played them this year, and he rushed for 92 yards and a touchdown. Right, so. Like, if you think that he can be that guy, that's significant. And it changes what you might be looking to do in the draft, what you might be looking to do in free agency. And so, like, does it make sense to give Alvin a full workload in a game where you might get more value out of seeing Eno? I don't know. The the coaches have talked um, positively about him. I think Dennis Allen said he had, you know, good burst, which I agree with. I thought his couple touches in that game last week, he did kind of provide a change of pace. And so I I think he's a guy who, even if you don't see him starting, you know, maybe the second half of this game, he'll get he'll get a bigger role. That would be my guess. Yeah, because you know, a guy that would typically maybe get some extra snaps is Dwayne Washington. But man, he's you know just someone that has been played by these migraines over the last couple of weeks and is now on the reserve injured list. Uh, you gotta hope not just he's okay for right now, but also. His, his career, because it just seems like something that's a little odd that, you know, these migraine headaches are now holding you out of playing football. Yeah, yeah. So he's not on this injury report anymore because he's done. Right, like his exactly. His season's over. And it's been over for, you know, three, four weeks now. He hasn't been out practice. He hasn't, you know, played. And, yeah, the, the migraines are, are tough because it's not like, you know, so, for example, you have, you have a repetitive stress injury in your ankle, <laughs> right? Like there's always an option of, okay, I'll go have surgery. I'll get it fixed. I will be able to get back on the field. It'll take some rehab, but I'll get out there, and you know, hopefully, I'll be back to 100%. You can't do that with your head. That's that's why head injuries are so scary, because there's no, you can't really do anything about it. You know, once once things get to a point where the, you know, you're you can't play anymore, you can't play anymore. And I don't know if that's true, of Dwayne, but whenever you're dealing with something like a made like migraine, like repetitive migraines, he's dealing with cluster migraines. I think is the term for it, which sounds awful. Yeah, it's just it's just just only so much you can do for it. You know, like Percy Harvin, I think had his career effectively cut short with similar symptoms, and you know, you just hope that he's he's able to deal with it because you know, I've I've personally I've had migraines, I've had issues with migraines, and it's like I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Um, just think of like the worst hangover you hangover you've ever had. Pretty much, yeah. And just like just, but don't you didn't even have the luxury of going out and having a good time the day before. You know, it's it's really it's just a miserable experience. Um, and so hopefully he's uh, he's able to 
recover. From yeah, that. so that was definitely a, a position that's a, a question mark. Obviously, you have David Johnson too that can you know give you some snaps. But how much will this team use a star and valued weapon like an Alvin Kamara in a game and a quote unquote meaningless matchup? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I mean, I think that's a question you're going to have to ask up and down the roster. But, for example, like Paulson Devo's out, we're going to get a good look at Alante Taylor. Marshawn Lattimore's not on this injury report. You have to imagine he's going to play. Yeah. Um, whether he plays a full number of snaps, who knows. But um, the Panthers are a team that likes to run the ball. <laughs> at least this kind of new iteration of the Panthers with Steve Wilkes as the head coach, they're going to lean heavily on Deontay Foreman and Chuba Hubbard. And so, you know, I don't know if you're going to have to ask about the secondary because I don't know if you're going to – if the Panthers are playing the game the way they want to play, I don't know if you're going to have to test the secondary. Well, yeah, the uh, that's been decimated for them, though, too. Andy Dalton could end up having uh, a ginormous day passing, uh, which would, you know, absolutely blow everyone away to, to, to finish this year out. But this Carolina team, they are really, really decimated back there in, in, their, in their secondary. Josh Norman yes. is starting. And everyone's like, yes, that Josh Norman. Yeah. I'm pretty sure like he was managing a coffee shop earlier this season, <laughs> and he's now back out there. And I'm a big fan of Josh Norman, so I, I covered Coastal Carolina football for a while, and he's like the star of Coastal Carolina football. Him and uh, the Tolbert. Anyway, good stuff. Steve Geller, Jeff Nowak here on First Take on WWL. You can give us a call on the Oakland Hard Jewelers talking text line, 504-260-1870. Want to hear from you in the season finale, Houdat Nation? Give us a call here on WWL Saints Radio. Back with more after this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Thank you, in-studio producer Chris Coleman. It is the end of the road for the Saints season, Jeff. Yes. Chris, he just always says the, he always says the vibes at the right time. Um, yes. It's the end of the road. It's a, and it's weird. You know, we, we talked, there was kind of this weird, like, wow, maybe, you know, you're saying there's a chance moment where <laughs> yes, the NFL right. was considering adding an eighth seed to this year's playoff field. And then it kind of, that it never really felt like a real thing that might happen. And then it didn't happen. And it was like, why did we ever waste our time thinking about it? But you kind of had to, right? You had to be like, well, if this does happen, 
will the Saints have a chance? And they would have, right? It would have uneliminated well, them. Then you, yeah, then you start breaking down all the scenarios, yeah. too, and you're like, this is what would need to happen. Yeah, and it's just frustrating because I, I was like, I have to do it. I have to go down that <laughs> road even though I don't feel like it because it's never going to happen and it didn't. But, you know, so I, I still don't even kind of – I haven't quite wrapped my head around the entire plan for how they're going to reconcile not playing the Bills-Bengals game in terms of, like, I guess they're going to have a, a neutral site AFC championship if... But the Colts have already said, too, that they can't do it. Well, so yeah, I think... It won't be in Indianapolis, we know that. teams have already declined the option. Um, but it's just, like, it's just weird, right? And it's only going to happen if certain teams get there and... I know the Superdome will be open. Yeah, that, that was. I was wondering if, like, this, the, the Saints would throw their hat in that ring. It would be kind of cool to have the AFC championship here if they got it. But um, I don't... You know, that's a big... That's a, like, that's a lot for a stadium to try to suddenly uh take on yeah absolutely right, right. everyone lot, thinks it's just oh so easy to put on a game day you know a, a per, i want to say performance but a a game day, a game in, in itself oh that takes so much personnel between yeah between the stadium personnel and also police uh just just a whole lot of elements that are involved with putting on an actual nfl game that you just can't just say all right yeah we'll host it yeah, and also these teams would be coming to a city where people have been breaking into cars outside of sporting events. That probably doesn't help. Yeah, that does um, not help the New Orleans. Yeah, that's probably something did. we should get figured out, right? <laughs> um, it nothing to do with the Superdome, let's be clear. Like, the Superdome doesn't control the, what the people are doing outside. But, uh, yeah, and so the other thing is, like, obviously there's scheduling involved. Like, if there's a concert going on yeah. in, the, in the stadium on that day, I haven't looked at the Superdome schedule, but, like, they, they, have, to, they have to keep the lights on somehow, right? That's how they do it. They have events. Anyway, uh, but, yeah, so that's not going to – there's going to be no eighth playoff seed, so we can, you know, we can put that to bed. Well, we have also reached the end of the road for the Scouts Notebook with Mike D. Mike D's Notebook brought to you by the Sports Medicine Center of Thibodeau Regional Health System. Good day, and how are you doing this week 18, Mike Detillier? I'm fine, guys. Thank you. We come into this matchup, and, man, the Carolina Panthers – have had all sorts of questions on offense this year, and we've seen them uh, deal away the guy that we saw week three at quarterback in Baker Mayfield. Uh, they went with a, another quarterback that didn't end up working out for them. He got hurt, and now we're back to good old Sam Darnold. <laughs> Uh, uh, Sam Darnold is inevitable. Yes, exactly. Um, but you know what, Mike? It's crazy to say he hasn't been terrible for them. No, he hasn't. But he also <laughs> um, hasn't won over everybody either. So that's the negative is that um, he's he's played better than I thought he would. And yet he has had his moments. Uh, it's uh, unbelievable. I'll never forget before the draft when he came out. Uh, I got to talk to Coach Payton, and he was like, Mike, I think of all the guys, he's he's the the best of the quarterbacks in his draft class. And, you know, he just raved about his smarts and his size and his ability to throw the ball in a tight window. He had a bit of a – he still does that big wind-up delivery, almost like a pitcher <clears throat> when he throws it. Um, Decision-making has gotten better. It's not great. Uh, he, he does take some chances. Does have a little bit more mobility than what you might think. Uh, here's the crazy thing, and uh, Coach Oa told me about him because uh, he was out in Cal at that time, and he was like, Mike, he was a big-time linebacker in high school. 
that was actually <laughs> some thought that, you know, like you said, it was real short because he was <laughs> such a good passer that he could make, play linebacker. When you walk up to him, he came to Manning. And to stand up next to him, and it's like, whoa, he's no little small guy. He's a big dude. And i never forget that he comes to Manning and he's like, man, I love it here in Louisiana. People are so nice to you everywhere you go. He said, man, the city, they got a lot of mean folks out there. It was the greatest kind of compliment line Um you know, for South Louisiana, New Orleans, Thibodeau, whatever, he was, he just gushed over it. Man, I can't believe people are just so, so nice to you here. But um, he, he's been a disappointment. He really has because he came in with all the expectations that he was going to be the star quarterback and it just didn't work out for him. And a lot of it has to do, and I, I watched a little bit of Josh Dobbs last night. I think he's so smart. He he tries to run it through his mind too much. Just let it sling. Because you can be too smart about something, and and you overanalyze it. I think with him, that's the part uh, that almost like he's got like a string on a yo-yo. That, you know, he throws it, yeah, wants it back. Uh, So he's had some good moments, and yet he's had some poor ones in last week. Uh, they had to rely on him throwing the football. And, man, early on, he was red hot. But, you know, he put up a couple of lollipops like he normally does because their running game wasn't there. Uh, man, it goes to show what, what Vita Vey is. And with him in the lineup for the Bucks, it was like they were running up against a slam door. Uh, so, again, they got to have to count on Sam Darnold today. It's a good possibility Dante Freeman of Dante Foreman. I don't know why I call him Freeman. But Foreman uh, may see limited or may not even play. So you're only going to have the the speed back in Chuba. See, I could tell you why you said Freeman, because you, you thought Devontae Freeman, and so you went with Freeman. I, I Just to, you know, clarify. No, I've been almost saying that since he's been at Texas. <laughs> I don't know why. That's got all the letters about- but the V. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, uh, almost all of them. But uh, no, no, Dante Foreman, no, he's a big hoss. I covered him uh, when he was with the Titans, and he was Derrick Henry's backup. Mm-hmm. And he's a doggone good player. Now, he lost a lot of weight. Man, he was uh, – his second number was definitely a six or a seven at one time. Uh, he was 260, 270 pounds. He's got that weight down now. He's 225, 230. He looks good. But uh, questionable, certainly, today if he'll play. And he's that power back. Yep. And Chuba, man, Chuba got some speed. He can run. Yeah, so you, you bring up the running game, and, and it is, you know, you can. it's like watching two different teams with how the Panthers have played the last two weeks. You know, they beat the Lions, probably the hottest team in football, going into Carolina. They rushed the ball 43 times for 320 yards and three touchdowns. They averaged 7.4 yards per carry as a team. Chuba averaged 10.4 yards per carry himself. You fast forward to the Panthers game, they run the ball 22 times for 74 yards, 3.4 yards a carry. Sam Donald throws it 37 times. And so, you know, if uh, as I'm assuming that Chuba is going to lead that attack today, you know, maybe Deontay works yeah, in there. But so. You know, so what is that running game right now? Is it a power run game? It, what, what will the Saints have to stop in order to win? Because I think stopping the run is going to be the key for the Saints today. Yeah, it, it has been. And Dante, uh, him not being in the lineup takes away uh, the power part of it. So uh, the most improved area the Panthers have been up front offensive line. 
they were El Succo, I mean, uh, for the last couple of years along the offensive line. And they've retooled that area, their first-round pick in Icky, and then they, they pick up a couple of veteran players that have really helped out. And it, there is no debate uh, that the most improved area, the Panthers this year, has been their offensive line. And for many people who cover them, they think that that's the strength of their team. It goes from an absolute weakness now to the strength of their football team. So um, I suspect they're going to come out, try to run the ball and see if the Saints can stop it. Uh, That's just the way they're built. And when they have run the ball, they have won. Uh, They have won games. And that's been a big part of why Wilkes has been able to make it work. Their defense has played better. But their running game has really been good. And I think that's been a, a huge part of the, uh, anybody's success. Even today, you can talk about the passing game all you want, and you got to have a star quarterback. But if you can run the football and play good run defense, <laughs> you're going to win a lot of games. Uh, high school, college, professional football. And this is a couple weeks back. This that weekend that had gotten so cold. And um, right before the game, uh, uh, I text uh, Jen Hale, who's from New Orleans and was actually uh, the sideline reporter for that Detroit-Carolina game. And she said, you know, the field was so messed up and it was so cold, that particular game. And then she texted me back, the first two plays, one was a running play, 34 yards. The other one was a running play, like 26 yards. They came out, they were going to gash them. You know, they wanted to find out if the Lions wanted to play in that kind of weather. And uh, from people that were there, Dan Campbell was actually challenging their manhood at halftime. Hey, if y'all want to stay in the locker room, go ahead. We got guys that can play, that want to play. The, the way y'all play and run defense, well, it didn't do too much good uh, because they gashed them for, what, 320-something yards rushing that particular game. And the Lions couldn't stop it. And that's when they had that one-two punch of, of Foreman and Chuba Hubbard. Sam didn't have to do a lot in that game, to be honest. Just turn around and hand off the football. Today, it's going to be different. And so, if that's the case, then we all know who he wants to get the ball to, and that's D.J. Moore. I think he's one of the most underrated offensive players in pro football today. He's that good. Uh, His ability to make that catch downfield, run out the catch, he is really, really, really good at it. And so, uh, but stopping the run is the key. Mike, you talking about real quickly wide receivers and another guy, uh, former LSU Tiger, Terrence Marshall Jr., you know, has been on and off. I know injuries have been a problem for him, but how have you seen him mature so far since joining the Panthers last year as a second-round pick? He stayed healthy, right, uh, Steve. So I think that's the big key for him. He, he's super talented. He was the top-ranked receiver, and, and some people felt he was the best player in the state of Louisiana when he came out of high school. Huh. But, man, he came out, and, and he got it was hurt uh, coming out of high school. Then he gets hurt his freshman year, hurt his sophomore year, hurt his uh, junior year. Every year something happened, and it was sort of a freakish deal with him. When he's been healthy, man, he's a really good player. He's a long, lean guy. He's got strong hands. Uh, he's really improved as a route runner. He's no speedster, 
but he's got an extra step in the giddy-up that he can pull away from you. But he's very competitive fighting for the football in traffic. And because of his size, it gives him an advantage in that area. So, man, him and DJ would be a really nice combination for him, especially if you can keep Terrace healthy. That was the problem at LSU. It wasn't that he wasn't talented, you know. And, then, man, think about you walk out there and you've got Racy McMath, you've got Terrace Marshall, you've got Jefferson and Jamar Chase. Hmm. Man, you know, hey, uh, I, I hit the jackpot, Jack. Man, with these four guys, all four of them playing in the NFL, we saw Racy last night with the Titans and certainly with Jamar and Jefferson. But Terrace was the guy coming out of high school. The problem was staying healthy. He's now healthy, and he's been a, a very productive player for them. Mike, always appreciate the time. You can hear more from Mike D on the Bud Light Countdown to kickoff coming up at 10 o'clock with the Cajun Cannon. Bobby Bear. be talking to you again soon, Mike. Thanks a lot, guys. Y'all take care. Mike D's Notebook brought to you by the Sports Medicine Center of Thibodeau Regional Health System. Coming back with more after this break on First Take. Give us a call on the Oakland Heart Jewelers Talking Text Line, 504-260-1870. Saints finale. How you feeling, Houdat Nation? Back after this on WWL. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Your Oakland Heart Rolex time check. Three hours, 13 minutes till kickoff in the Caesar Superdome. Week 18, New Orleans Saints, Carolina Panthers with absolutely nothing on the line. Well, I wouldn't say absolutely nothing, <laughs> right? I think there's players who are playing for, for you know, not necessarily roster spots, but for, you know, I don't know, for example, Alante Taylor is going to start on the outside today, right? This is another chance for him to show why he should be the starter next season across from Marshall Bottom, or that sort of thing. There's also standings implications at the bottom, right? So should the Saints lose, the Panthers would overtake them because they would have the tiebreaker. Right. And so that would mean a couple things. It would mean you're going to move one slot lower in the, in the draft, which that would actually benefit the Eagles. 
Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, it would benefit the Eagles in the, for the first round. But it would also mean the Saints play a third-place schedule instead of a second-place schedule. So this game effectively determines the opponents for next season one way or the other um, because, you know, you would rather have a third-place schedule if you got to pick because typically that's going to be weaker. Although at, at the end of the day in the NFL, there's so much parity and it goes, you know, like the Jaguars had the number one overall pick and they're in the playoffs. So, like, you know, saying, oh, a third-place schedule is better, all that means is you're playing the teams that were worse this year. It doesn't mean they're going to be worse next year. So, um it doesn't necessarily mean anything, but there will be some implications from this result. Let's put it that way. Yeah, that's why I always laugh when the strength of schedule, you know, news comes out. And it's like, well, you're basing that on what teams did last yeah, year. Right. Well, <laughs> right, right. Like the Bengals missed the playoffs and then went to the Super Bowl, right? The Rams won the Super Bowl and then they're one of the worst teams in the NFL. So, like, you know if you had a first place schedule, you ended up playing the Rams. So that's a benefit to you. Right. So it's, it's kind of weird, but um, there are, it, it's not necessarily saying like there will be direct implications from this game, but the result of this game will affect some things, the mechanics of how things operate. So that's where you say it's not completely meaningless. No, you mentioned too, like the, even though I came on this show, like starting off with a whole rant about how it doesn't mean anything. Well, you mentioned two ticket prices are, you know, pretty darn affordable it's going to be curious to see preseason price. what what kind of turnout there ends up being will, will that will that ticket market pick up and people decide why not head down to the superdome for one last hurrah with this year's saints i mean why not right what are you doing today that uh, you know it's like oh a 12 dollar ticket i can't can't that's not worth my time i don't know football games are fun whether whether you know it's like just enjoy the game right if you've been wanting to enjoy a Saints game all season and the price has been keeping you away, this is a good opportunity to take the family and go to a game where you can get the whole family in there. A family of four can go sit in the stands for less than like $80, which, you know, that's including fees. Yeah, and like you know, we, we've heard Dennis Allen talk all this week about expecting to play starters. I mean, if you're healthy enough to be able to go, he basically said that those players will be in action today. So you would expect – you know, your guys like Cam Jordan, Demario Davis, Alvin Kamara, those those big names that you want to see are going to be on the field today. So it's not – it's technically better, obviously, than a preseason matchup where you wouldn't see those guys. I think you're going to end up – I think this game's going to end up operating similar to a preseason matchup. You might see them a few snaps and then they come out. I think the first half. You know, I think the second half is where you might start to see some backups filling in. Um, you know, I think def- – Ed Rusher is interesting to begin with. I don't think Cam's going to come off the field. I think he's the guy who is immune to any sort of idea that, oh, you're not going to play, right? He, we were talking to him in the locker room this week, and he was he was like – we were talking to him. He was like, oh, well, you know, not all the starters are going to play across the league. And he was like, why? Are they opting out? What is this? Um, and I was like, I can understand why you have that reaction, man who played his first 11 years without missing a game. Um, and he told us that his dad, uh, Steve Jordan, the former tight end, uh, was joking with him that – that he's actually a 16-game player and not a 17-game player. Because in Cam Jordan's career, he has played 16 games in all 12 of his NFL seasons, regardless of whether the schedule was 16 or 17 games. It's kind of a – he said it was a good burn. I yeah, besides setting the sack record last week uh, in Philadelphia, Cam was also named the NFL's Defensive Player of the Week. I mean, it was nice. Nice accolade. Appreciate it. Uh, I mean, what, more importantly, we got to win. Uh, sadly, we also got eliminated, which sort of feels like the run of the Saints situation last year or two. 
can't uh, you can't ever let somebody else control your destiny, and that's on us from not beating Tampa the first or the second time. That's on us from somehow losing to the to the Niners when we felt like we had control of the game. That's on us for who else? I mean, Carolina the first time we played them, so we got them back up again, and we got to finish this game. We got to stamp out the season on a good note. Yeah, there were so many uh, obviously missed opportunities. That week three matchup in Carolina was, you know, the curious case of. Jameis Winston not being totally healthy when you really saw him uh, struggling and how debilitating that that back and ankle issue were for him playing. Yeah, yeah. And so we're going to see Andy Dalton today. That's kind of the question that I think a lot of people were interested in early in the week is, you know, is this a game you're going to throw Jameis in there to see if he can uh, showcase anything, maybe a trade? or right. I, I don't think he's going to be a starter for this team unless there are significant changes uh, across the staff. But, nope, it's going to be Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton coming into the Superdome, hopefully lighten up that Panthers secondary, which has been really decimated because of injuries. You mentioned that, you know, you got a guy like Josh Norman back there, which is, you know, you, you question that, you hear that name, you're like, wow, he's still playing in the NFL. We'll be right back with some more first take here on WWL. After the break, Steve Geller with Jeff Nowak can give us a call on the Oakland Heart Jewelers Talking Text Line 504 504- 260-1870 back after this on WWL. This is why we are hot. <laughs> Jeff and Steve back, back here on First Take on WWL getting ready for a noon start in the Caesars Superdome. Saints and Panthers wrapping up the regular season finale. There will be no playoffs. No playoffs for the Saints this year. Second straight season, Jeff, of no postseason. I, it definitely stings. Yeah, and it's the way it's happened, too, that's really frustrating. And, you know, I, I do wonder, you know, this time next year if, if you'll have – I think a lot of the issues this year stemmed from, you know, whether you, whether you want to maintain continuity or not, changing head coaches and changing the culture to some extent sure. is going to lead to some, to some inconsistencies and some awkwardness and not all players are going to be on the same page all the time. And, and I do think this team struggled with that at, at points this season and especially early in the season. And – you know, it's it's frustrating to see a team for the second straight year playing their best football <laughs> at the end of the year and right. not getting a chance to make it into the postseason. And in both instances, that fifth win that they needed didn't happen in the most ridiculous way possible. Last year, it was the Dolphins game where you will not you will not convince me that they would not have won that game by 15 points had they had even a reasonable roster. Right? They were down 20 something players for that game, and they still were competitive. Like, it wasn't close, but they didn't get blown out. You know, obviously, they lost by, I think, seven. I don't know. It wasn't a game in the fourth quarter, but they kept it competitive through halftime. I just think it was second pass from Ian Book was a pick six. First it was pass. Like, first pass. Okay, first it was like, oh, career pass in man. the NFL was a pick six. Yeah, that's not a good sign. But, you know, so that's – and that's the game that kept you out of the playoffs, right? They win that game. They finish on a five-game winning streak, and they're in the playoffs as the hottest team in the NFL. This year, same exact thing. The Bucks game, you blow that lead. You win your next four games. You miss the playoffs. If it wasn't for that game, if you won that game, you didn't blow that 13-point fourth-quarter lead, you're in the same boat as the Packers. Like Everyone loves the Packers right now because they're about to have a chance to win their fifth game in a row and make it to the playoffs. And the Saints can't be that because of how they started, and it's very frustrating. One more hour left here on First Take. Steve Geller and Jeff Nowak guiding you up to the Bud Light Countdown to Kickoff with Bobby Bear and Mike Dettelier, which will be coming up at 10. A.M., which will, that leads you up to game time in the Caesar Superdome between the Saints and 
Panthers. I almost said Buccaneers because we were talking about that game. But, (laughs) yes, Saints and Panthers with Mike Haas and Deuce McAllister on the call. We'll be right back with more of First Take, though, after this break on WWL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.